0: Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to the most must-hear podcast, Big Mouth, Small Words, Sports Talk. I know you can hear me right now. I know it's very my voice is very sensual. <laughs> I know it's, it's definitely deeper. Uh, I probably have the flu, so I haven't been doing a podcast because I've been sick, but listen, time goes on. My voices are changing. This is the way it is. A lot's happened. Too much has happened, so I got to come back and I got to talk to you people. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. The Patriots won the Super Bowl, which is awesome. Thirteen to three. Not what I was expecting. Defense showed up, got it done. Um, kind of a lot of what I said. They they stopped Gurley and they they stopped the running game, like I thought. Uh, the Rams did a pretty good job of stopping our running game until the end. And then we finally just got to them. Uh, they couldn't stop Edelman. That was ridiculous. But uh, all in all, Brady didn't have the best game, but shows up in the clutch moments. And Patriots win 13-3. to And all is right with the world. Six rings. My good God. That is impressive as hell. Impressive as hell. So congratulations to the Patriots. Good on you. It's the worst that football's over now. But, hell yeah to the Patriots. <coughs> I'm sorry, there's going to be some coughs. So, I want to talk about the Bruins. Because I've neglected them greatly since football's been here. Um, let's see. So, I got to talk about the Bruins-Rangers game. I got to talk about it because I'm just trying to figure out what this team is, and where this team is going. Why are the Bruins blowing so many third-period leads? I mean, I'm watching the game. Going into the third period against the Rangers, we got a 3-1 lead. I felt pretty comfortable. I'm not going to lie to you. A two-goal lead is the most dangerous lead in hockey. I get that. But I felt good with the, the... I just, I don't know, the way the game was going, we were a little tired, but I really thought that we had it pretty good. And uh, we certainly did not. We certainly did not, especially after the last couple. I mean, we beat the Islanders. We beat the Capitals in impressive fashion. Uh, one nothing. Well, Tuca was impressive. But uh, going into this game, I don't know. I just kind of felt like we were due. And uh, then the stretch pass goes right by Carlo and Chara. And uh, Chubby Charlie takes a bad cross-check penalty, leading to another goal, and there you go. Game's tied. Goes into OT. Halak makes an impressive save in overtime. Really good save, which I was hoping would spark the team. But it was not going to happen, and we lose. And I start thinking why. And I know there's like a million reasons, but I know it was... The third game in the last four nights. I know we had tired legs out there. I thought maybe I was overreacting to the shootout loss a little bit. At least you're getting points. But I've seen this outcome happen too many times, man. We, we can't be getting in... Like, getting, like I, it's good to get a point. Don't get me wrong. It's better than getting nothing. But in the playoffs, there are no points. You gotta win. You gotta dig deep and win those games. And this team hasn't shown me that they can do that this year they've done a lot of good things but they're not gritty enough they're not when it gets to those stages where it's a third period of overtime where you have to have it we haven't made enough plays and uh <coughs> Cassidy has done really well I don't want to like shit on Cassidy too much because I like him um and I also like that he's willing to make changes and he's not afraid afraid to do it. Like Heinen, he got him going, he got him a goal, throws him up to the first line real quick. And uh, I like that he's not afraid to do that. But sometimes there's no need to reinvent the wheel. Like, when I see Danton Heinen and McAvoy shooting in a shootout, the top three, whichever order you want to put them, for a shootout, is Bergeron, Marchand, Pasta. Whichever order you want to go, that's fine. If you're feeling froggy one night, whatever, fine. But why D'Anton Hyden and and why McAvoy in over Bergeron? I, I don't understand it. I don't get that. Like, you can have as many stats as you want. Oh, well, he's good against this guy, that guy. Put the three best goal scorers out there. It's the shootout. This is when you got to have it. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I want to see Bergeron in those moments. He's, if not, our most cl- clutch player on the team. And I'd like to see him get a chance over somebody else. And <clears throat> I'm not going to crap all over the Bruins. I mean, they are third in the Atlantic 66 points, they're three behind Toronto, they're a million behind Tampa. I don't know how the hell we're going to deal with Tampa ever. But uh, all in all, we've, we've been competitive. We've been a decent team, but we've got to get over this hump. We need to go on a real run. I was hoping that we were starting one. I was hoping that we were on a three-game winning streak, and we were going to maybe push that to a five or a six, which would have been huge. But now, you know, there's always that snag. There's always that hitch in the road for this team. I'm hoping they can overcome it. I'm hoping that they can get it going. They've got two good goalies. Um, we'll see what happens with the Bruins. I'm very optimistic about them. And uh, time will tell. We'll see what happens. I'm going to leave it to a quick word from the sponsor. And then I'll be right back. Now, I'm going to kick it right back in here with some Celtics thoughts. Because the Celtics have been very interesting this year, and I have not touched enough upon them. Um, You know, between (laughs) the last time I talked about them, Kyrie hit that game-winning shot. Jalen Brown and Tatum didn't want anything to do with them. Now, the AD talks have been crazy. The Anthony Davis talks... Have been insane with the Lakers offering Anthony Davis the moon everything they have and and him not taking it yet. And the Celtics, I mean, Danny Ainge said everything's on the table. Trader Danny's not afraid. And uh but the Celtics, I mean, look at them. They're they're nine and one in their last ten. The only loss they had was to the Warriors by four points, I believe. And that was a very competitive game that we just, you know. Couple shots rimmed out. And uh, but I mean, no shame in that losing to the Warriors. So we are third in the East. We're five, we're only five and a half back of the Bucks, and uh as it currently stands right now, we're kind of stomping a mud hole in the Lakers. So listen, man, the, the sky could be the limit. We're not even close to as in sync and ready to go as we could be. I know a lot of people are saying that Kyrie could leave. Um, God, there's so much about this team that's uncertain, but there's so much promise. There's so much that could go right and so much that could go wrong. It's insane. I mean, Jalen Brown has not played up to his potential at all this year. He obviously is in his own head a little bit. Tatum is too. Tatum has shown flashes of brilliance and then flashes of, you know, he's not the guy. Last year, he was the guy. And now he has to take a backseat to Kyrie. But, man, if he can learn to do that, if he can let Kyrie at the end of the game be an assassin and hit his shots, goddamn, we could be dangerous. I mean, Gordon Hayward has not panned out yet. Uh, I'm not giving up. I'm not losing hope on the guy. I mean... The one thing about Gordon that I'll say is, is he listens to the coach. (coughs) Excuse me. He listens to the coach, and he does his job. You need guys like that. I know that he's not putting up the monster numbers that he was before, and I know a lot of people are getting really pissed off, and they're losing patience. Don't lose patience, man. He, He broke his leg in half. Like, give him a minute. See what he does. Um... Yeah, no, the sky could for sure be the limit for this team, man. I mean, Kyrie's been getting it going. And the thing is, which I got to ask you guys, and I wouldn't mind people hitting me up about this. I've been seeing some crazy offers. Marcus Smart, three first-rounders, Jalen Brown, Horford for Anthony Davis. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, because wh- here's the thing. I would almost give up anybody except Tatum. Because you do need a big three to compete. I think Tatum's going to get there. I think that he has the potential to be somebody. So in the beginning, I said to myself, if we can keep Tatum, give him Jalen, give him Smart, give him Horford, give him first-rounders, all that. And I'm fine with that. But then I start thinking... Like, what if we go on a run? What if everything clicks? Tatum gets his act together. Gordon starts hitting some things, hitting some shots. And uh, Smart, we're going to need, listen, you need a player like Smart in the playoffs. Golden State wouldn't be the same if they didn't have Dream on Green. I know he's a bum half the time. But in the playoffs, he makes those plays. He's that agitator. You need that Marcus Smart type on your team to get it going in the postseason. And if the Celtics now (coughs) tell Anthony Davis, like, hey, man, nobody's off the table, like, we'll just meet up after the year and make it happen, and they say, yeah, we'll give you Tatum, we'll give you this, we'll give you that at the end, you don't even know if he's going to stay. I mean, God forbid we make it to the finals with this team, and then you've already given them a promise now. It's just, ugh. I'm not willing to let go of this team. I know that people think Kyrie's going to go no matter what, and he might. He might. But see what you have here first. Because I don't believe that if you bring Anthony Davis in, a lot of people think if you bring Anthony Davis in, Kyrie's going to stay. But guess what? If you trade all your assets away, and then AD comes here, Davis is here, Kyrie's here, they make a run and then after that Anthony Davis goes alright peace I'm going to the Lakers what do you think Kyrie's going to do man? He's either going to go to the Lakers or he's going to go to the fucking Golden State that's the way that this league runs it's the way that this league is, the NBA I don't love it but we've worked so hard, Danny Ainge has worked so hard to build this team it would be sad to see him give away all of his assets and then just get totally fucked for it over a guy that doesn't even want to be here. It is a pickle. <laughs> it is an impossible question to answer, but I'm going to answer it for you. I stand pat. I would entertain getting Anthony Davis if I didn't give up Tatum, but if it involves Tatum, I don't do it. I just don't. He he's injury prone. And let's see what we got here is what I'm going to say. All right. Let's see what we got here. See if we can make a run with what we have and try to get it going. I have some faith in the Celtics this year. I know that they've freaked us out at times, but I think they can get it going. I think they can do it. Let's not give up on the Celtics yet, all right? So, yeah, that's my Celtics thought. So, go Bruins. Go Celtics. I'll be having guests on. (coughs) Excuse me. I'll be getting it going. My voice is about to go, so I'm going to end it here. (laughs) Uh, I want to say thank you. I went over 3,000 plays. Uh, Thank you for still listening. Thank you for the support. A lot of people have been going on the Instagram, Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the support. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll catch you next time. Talk some UFC. Have a good one.